driving out demons. Good morning, Christian America. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about Jesus driving out demons and the demon possessed, the power that Jesus holds, the the strength, the authority over evil spirits that inhabit the earth, that inhabit others, that inhabit people like you and I, that uh, infect us, that infect our minds and our hearts and our spirits, uh, which in turn lead to uh, infected actions. You know, Jesus, uh, in today's passage that we're going to talk about, overcomes these demons. He overpowers them. They recognize his authority immediately. And so we're going to talk about that and more as we continue down our journey through the New Testament as we wrap up Matthew chapter 8 uh, today. So let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you again this Wednesday uh, for another step down this journey through Scripture, through the New Testament. Uh, Today we're going to talk, we're going to cover Matthew chapter 8, the end of chapter 8. For those of you guys who are new to the podcast or just turning in, uh, just tuning in, what we've done is we, every Wednesday we come to you and we step story by story, just a a small step, a small tidbit of knowledge, a small tidbit of scripture that we can come and and bring to you to to think about and ponder and discuss Um, story by story because the chapters are a little bit long and and there's so much uh, in each one of these things that uh, we we don't want to overwhelm anybody nor do we want to overwhelm ourselves here. So we step through every Wednesday a new story, a new segment uh, through the New Testament, and we're still on Matthew uh, chapter eight. And if you followed us in the recent in the recent weeks, um, essentially Jesus has started his ministry. He's given the beatitudes to his followers on the Sermon on the Mount. He's traveled up the mountain. He's he's taught his followers a variety of things on fasting, on loving, on adultery, on praying, on, on, on all these different issues. He's come down off the mountain and one of the first things that he, that he does uh, when he comes off the mountain with his followers is that his, the, the, his message and uh, the word of Jesus has already begun to spread throughout the community. And so he comes off the mountain and people are waiting for him. They've heard the good news. They heard that the that the Nazarene uh, is is healing and has powers. Uh, that he is he has come to save them. And so, in this recognition, in this uh, motivated state, in this you know this wanting, this needing state that that the local people are in, they they gather around him. They come from all corners of. Uh, their local societies to to seek out Christ, and they and and then they display their faith. They fall prostrate in front of Jesus, and and they ask him to heal. Uh, and he heals the lepers, and he heals the centurion's servant, and he and he continues to uh, you know the beginning stages of his ministry. And today, 
continuing that um, Jesus reaches the shores and um, he's met with a demon with demon possessed men and it's it's funny uh, that you know people non-believers don't want to take these stories uh, as gospel you know but this is one of the is one of the stories that you know Matthew Luke and Mark all recount in their gospels in their writings in their witness of the things that they've seen and the, uh, of, of how it occurred and and naturally if, if three people saw the same event they would take different aspects of what they saw and emphasize the things uh, you know that the angle in which they it, it took place to them so there are a few variances uh, but the gist the moral the understanding of the story is still there and so if you turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8 verse 28 we'll start there and we'll, we'll discuss some things and then uh, we'll go back to uh, we'll turn to Luke uh, Luke 8 and Mark 5 if you want to mark them down uh, as uh, you know in, in your Bibles as a place marker of, of where the stories exist outside of outside of Matthew here and so verse 28 says when he arrived at the other side of the region two possessed uh, demon possessed men coming from the tombs met him okay so coming from the tombs if you look at the if you look at Luke 8 and Mark 5 they both give a little bit more in detailed description of the men prior to this encounter and they talk about how the men are demon possessed and they have so much strength that the chains that they are bound with uh, can't even hold them they can't live amongst society and they've been they've been run out and so they're living in the tombs so they're essentially living in the cemetery imagine uh, imagine meeting someone who sleeps in the cemetery among the tombs in 2019 much less at this point the the uh the mental illness the physical illness the traits that that these men must have much much must have possessed uh the uh aura that they would have given off you know these men were scary men to all the uh people around that area and they had been cast out and and left alone because these people can't be can't be saved and uh, so that is who Jesus is encountering right he said they were so violent that that no one could pass that way it means you know anytime anyone uh, in the region you know were, were to, to to walk by the tombs or they couldn't walk by the tombs they couldn't be around these people because they were so violent they were so aggressive uh, and think about the people that we've seen on the streets. Think about the people with mental illness. Think about people that we've encountered in our in passing in our lives. You know that have that have uh, given off this type of uh, aura. That have given off this type of description. You know that that you've encountered. So this idea that you know individuals uh, being demon possessed that that can't be. 
uh, a functional member of society that have these uh, you know this anger and this division and this violence that, uh, that, that you just can't function amongst everyone else and that they're living amongst the tombs in a cemetery imagine you know you know these guys and then imagine the people and, and, and relive the people that, that you've encountered that do similar things that are not too different from those that are, that are, uh, that, that scripture is talking about specifically here. It goes on to say in verse 29 that, you know, the, the men addressed Jesus. He said, what do you want with us, son of God? They shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Now this is a, this is a, a good a good phrase here. So the demons immediately recognize the authority that Jesus has. They immediately recognize who he is, what he is, what his powers are. They know as strong as they are earthly that they cannot be contained, they cannot be chained. They cannot live amongst the others, that they're violent and they scare everybody off. They immediately know, though, that Jesus has a greater power than they. They recognize him. They address him by the title Son of God. And they ask him if they've come, if he's come to torture them, which means he, he, they know he can overpower them. They know uh, his authority over them before the appointed time. So not only do they know who Jesus is, they not only do they know the power that he possesses, but then they also know that there is an, an appointed time in which Jesus will come and make all things anew, separate the righteous from the wicked. And this is crucial in the broader aspects of our faith and living the right uh, in the right manner, living in the way that Christ wants us to live, uh, doing good works on behalf of him, achieving what he has uh, already set aside for us in advance so that we may live righteous, that we may uh, do his will and his works, that we may be uh, accounted for among the righteous instead of the wicked that that time is coming and the demon possessed men know this it goes on to say in verse 30 some distance from them a large herd of pigs was feeding and the demons begged Jesus again recognizing that authority asking begging pleading if you drive us out send us um, into the herd of pigs and he said to them go so they came out and they went into the pigs and the whole herd rushed down a steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off into the town and reported all of this, including what happened to the demon-possessed men. Now imagine that. Imagine here you are doing your job, living your life, tending to your herd of pigs or in, in, in our day and age at your workplace, you know, taking a stroll outside, um, walking your dog or your dogs 
and all of a sudden you witness something like this that this this these demon possessed men that no one could chain that were so violent and so ill are calmed and those demons are driven away with the simple word with a simple word of go imagine your amazement at that power at that authority and then those demons full of all that hatred uh, cast into a herd of pigs who immediately become crazed and possessed and then drown themselves in a lake I mean that's that's a pretty wild situation to find yourself in and so they run down and they tell the town exactly what happened right they've given witness to this and the town becomes scared because they know the power that the demons possessed they know the power that the men possessed and then to hear about an even greater authority so great that a mere word would destroy those demons in a, in a manner in which you know would be impossible anywhere else with anyone else and naturally they become scared and say they go out to meet Jesus and they plead with him to leave the region if you turn to um, to Luke 8 there's a little bit more dialogue in this whole scenario there's a little bit more dialogue Jesus Jesus asks the man what is your name and they reply legion because many demons had gone into him and they begged Jesus again repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss so there was a little bit more dialogue that's where we get uh, you know the name legion from like an army the old Roman army the Greek army had legions of men thousands of men and so here you are this demon is using the terminology that there are many and how true is that that in you know that, that there are so many demons so many evil ideas that are circulating this earth that are circulating humanity that are circulating society the ideas that it's okay to to kill kill the most innocent children in the womb the ideas that you know profit at all cost the idea that you know the ends justifies the means the idea that because uh, I hold the position that I hold I can make the, the decisions for the masses right the, these evil ideas these ideas that that on the surface may seem well-intentioned quite frequently turn out to be devastating because people uh, and you know have an extremely high amount of flaws and among those flaws of pride and vanity where we 
if we were put in a position of uh, advantage, of prestige, our moral center can be skewed in a variety of ways and, and the well-intended ideas turn into drastic consequences. This world is a battle between good and evil, righteous and wicked. And it's not just a physical battle, it's a battle of ideas. It's a battle of acts. And we have to recognize that there are legions of demons and evil ideas that are constantly traversing us, that are constantly surrounding us, that are constantly probing us, trying to break that armor of God that Paul so eloquently talks about, trying to infiltrate our minds and our hearts and our spirits to change who we are, to make us violent, to make us crazy to make us uh, unfit for the rest of society to cause harm all these evil things and they inhabit so many people they win on so many people they're able to overtake so many people because we are mere flesh and, and blood but they don't overpower Jesus. They don't overpower our Lord. They don't have uh, the authority over him. He is the answer to these problems. He is the solution to these complex equations. He is the cure for those ills. And we can learn that, we can understand that from this small passage here in Matthew that Jesus' authority is so great that a mere word, a mere whisper, a mere uh, breath of Him can cleanse us of our own demons, of our own evil spirits, of our own uh, wicked actions. But we have to turn to Him and we have to look for Him. We have to understand that He's there. We have to uh, submit to him and have faith in him and that's how we overcome these demons that's how we overcome these thoughts this is how we overcome our own actions and inaction and we do good and then we can do good works as he has laid out in advance and with that ladies and gentlemen Thank you for tuning in to the podcast here this Wednesday. Remember, the Good Morning Christian America podcast comes to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, to give you some inspiration, some education, and uh, to look after uh, you guys, provide you some, some insight into how to be, live more Christ-filled lives, how to uh, have more Christ-filled interactions, how to... Uh, think about some of the 
you know, passages in Scripture that maybe you hadn't read before or maybe that you haven't read in a while and you need to, a refresher on. And that's our goal. Our, our goal here is to provide some of that for you guys. And we thank each and every one of you who tune into the podcast, who subscribe to the YouTube channel that uh, respond and comment and post on the Christian American community Facebook page, Twitter page, uh, Instagram page. And we just started the uh, uh, on the parlor social media site. So uh, if anybody has kept up with some of our posts, there's a new social media site similar to Twitter uh, called Parlor, and we have just uh, started on the Parlor social media site uh, to post things. It's a it's a new system. Uh, it's a little bit different, so we're trying to figure out what kind of content works best on that site. So if you go to parlor.com or Google Parlor uh, social media, you can sign up there and you can catch some of our content content on there as well. Uh, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, you can do all of those things. And you can go to christianamericantees.com and pick yourself up Christian American apparel. We sell tees, tanks, sweatshirts, hoodies, and a variety of other items. Uh, christianamericantees.com. Be a walking, talking billboard for Christ. And until Friday, as when we focus on the family, we want to remind you guys to stay on fire for Christ, to keep doing good works, keep uh, believing, keep having faith, keep understanding that Christ has authority over all things and he is the solution uh, to the problems that you have. Uh, He is the one who can drive out those wicked thoughts that you may be struggling with and get you on the path towards righteousness, get you on the path towards life instead of on the road to destruction and we'll come to you on Friday uh, to focus on the family uh, as you get ready for the weekend Um, but until then you guys stay blessed you stay on fire for Christ good morning Christian America